Yeah, it's great. It's great. We, you know, told the guys congrats on the regular season, finishing 51 and 31, second place finish and being one of the best teams record wise and plus minus and offensively, defensively since February. So, um, you know, with the rocky start, we adjusted, got healthy, kind of bought into everything and kind of hit the ground running in February. So like we were always somewhat optimistic, never had a terrible losing streak, you know, and win two, lose two, back and forth. So it was never a seven-game losing streak or some of the things you saw from some of the really good teams this year that lost, you know, six out of nine and stuff like that. So we always stayed optimistic as far as that and uh, to do what we've done. Obviously proud of that, but looking forward now to what matters. All right, another episode of the Cosby Street Podcast. I'm Josue Pavone, alongside Joel Pavone, Sean Ducha, Boston Celtics, finished with the second best record in the Eastern Conference, man. This is unbelievable. Of course, we're going to talk about the upcoming, the, the first round of playoffs and the potential matchup for the Celtics. But before we get into that, guys, let's just talk about what an incredible season for this team, man. I mean, we've been saying this for weeks, but now that it's set in stone, this team is the, the second-best record in the NBA. 51 wins for Ime Udoka. The turnaround this team did is unbelievable, man. I cannot wait for this playoff run, guys. I cannot wait. I don't care who they're playing in the first round. We'll get into the scenarios. We'll get into the, uh, you know, should the Celtics have gone a different route. We'll get into all that, but let's just get these give this team the prop that they deserve, man. Of course, from Ime Udoka down to the to, the, the starters to to everybody, man. This team has come a long way. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's crazy the turnaround because I do feel like this year was the 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 year that even tested. Like it's been all gravy for the past, you know, since the turn of twenty twenty two. But like, there were some dark days there in December, man. Like even for the oh yeah of Celtics, like green teaming, you know, green Kool Aid drinking fans. You know, I know a few of them, uh, you know, uh, but like it was dark times there. You know what I mean? Like we were giving up on this team they were, and and then to have the turnaround they did. Uh, I I think it's it, it's the, the way I would sum up the season is it's more of like relief than satisfaction. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it does. Because it's like from my perspective. I knew this is the team that I thought we should have had the entire year and last year, but we haven't. And you want, started to wonder, really, are these the right pieces? Is is this not the right thing? You know, is Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum not the core to build around? But then sort of... Yeah, yeah. Drop drop Dutra's, uh, Dutra's takes from uh, November and December right here. Yeah. Oh. Every, every, every episode was like, yo, I think it's time to trade, you know, Jalen for yeah. bad player X here. Like, oh, no, every episode. Yeah. They, no, I even moved fire, that. fire, Ime. John Collins, bro. You wouldn't take John Collins right now, bro. Oh, no, if you guys remember, <laughs> bro, correctly. bro, bro, bring back Brad Stevens. Like Ime is not working. Yeah. Now that that was my <laughs> scorching hot take to start the year. You are right, and I was justified. But uh, yo, Mar- Marcus Smart is listening to you know Felger and Maz, and that's why he's not playing like Marcus Smart, like the the way we know him to play. Yep. Also. <laughs> Also, let it out. Come on, Sean, drop it. Just let it all out, guys. No, no, no. <laughs> if you guys remember correctly, if you guys remember correctly, I, I, I went from 
panicking and trying to figure out just to apathy at one point. Remember my big take? It was just like, you know what? Let's blow it up. You said don't it. Do, no, I said, don't do fucking anything. Before this that, let, before that was blow it up, but yeah. Just let it go. Just fucking, just don't do anything. And then just, it, you, you probably will go, you know, 25 and whatever, but just, just don't help them. You know what I mean? I think, I think your, your low key best take would be uh, when you just said, look, if Marcus is going to make these mistakes and the, just let him do it because he's gonna he's got to figure this point guard thing out. And I, that was something I was trying to, to to preach as well. But it got pretty damn hard when this team fell well under five hundred, and Marcus was going through it. And you know, listen, I I was I wasn't one of those guys who was saying, "Oh, Marcus was was out of line, or out of pocket for calling out these guys." No, I was like, "Look, th- th- that's fine, but let's see you back it up." And yeah, it took him a bit, just like it took the entire team, but. That was just naturally going to happen with any team, right? Because it just took a while for them to get out of those terrible habits that they were so into because, let's face it, did a lot of what they wanted out there when Brad Stevens was the head coach. And Brad was the head coach for for quite a bit, you know? (laughs) And and look, fuck it. Again, (laughs) and and I've said this so many times too, it's not a knock on Brad, but yeah, to to a certain extent, right, Joel? (laughs) He did kind of say that because (laughs) he lost his voice in that locker room. And and that's just going to happen naturally. That's I'm, gonna happen naturally. I'm signed for the next four or five years, so you know we'll figure some shit out at some point. Uh, it was it was right. brutal. Like you're, I mean, I I actually think it would be very funny to go back and pick out all of our worst takes during that November December little uh, run there we had. Without- oh man, of course. Well, except for Joel. Joel is just like everything. No, guy, everything's fine. It's cool. <laughs> why? Well, why do you, why do you say that, Joel? It's just, just they're, they're, you know, they're, they're going to be fine. It's it's just, they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. At some point, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Don't no do anything. Stance. Don't do anything. Yeah. Just, just, just lay there. Just lay there. Like, can you, can you give us a stance, please? Pop up, please. Pop up. <laughs> my whole, my whole thing for the last what, like, it's fifteen months has been Tatum and Brown have to have a conversation because they, something needs to be settled because they're. They're playing together on the same team, but they're not. It was like a pickup game watching those guys play together. Yeah, so man. It was now, like- now, now it's a completely different, different vibe. Completely. Yeah, because yeah. completely I mean, different, a completely different approach between those two. Yeah, because for the for the most part, the, the narrative was you know Brown and, and Tatum can't play together, so get rid of one and bring in another star. And it was like, all right, so then you're back to two stars or two young, you know, two young stars or whatever, two all stars, and you're you're, you're you're you have the same issue and and. You you're giving up the future pretty much, right? You're you're as the, you're, you're... As the Celtics go on a ten year run here of being the dominant team in the East. We're gonna look back on this year and like how close everyone was to say just tear up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Crazy. It's wild. But no, but have have you guys ever seen a tournament like this? I'm just saying like not just Celtics wise, but like it just in in general, like a a team that that maybe not as high expectations, but like just a team that was just like, whoa, like two so, two stars in the making, and you know you 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 added more veteran uh, help. Uh, you you got a, a players' coach, so to speak, in 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 the locker room now, and below five hundred. Even when they would win like three or four in a row, they were still below five hundred for the most part the first half of the season, right? We'd be like, oh no, they just need to go on like. <clears throat> On a five game winning streak, and they still would be below five. They never, they never went on a five game winning streak. They went like on a. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, they win like they win like four out of seven, and then like, they're like, like, No, no, but even like even when they would <laughs> go on like, like a little streak, saying. I was like, this team just needs to get hot. That's all. Go on a five game winning streak. But even when they sort of quote got hot, four they, no. 
they would make it. They would just get right to five hundred or, or one game over five hundred. And I was like, oh, oh is, is this a turnaround, guys? Is this, is this where it's going to happen? Like, because they kept they kept toying with five hundred and being like, okay, fine, we reset, we're back to five hundred, and yeah. then they lose straight. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it got, yeah. Like, it got it got so bad that Sean that Sean started calling like three and one for his look ahead predictions. He was like, I don't know, guys. Three and one, but it's like, what do you mean? Bro? No, 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 if they go two and two, if they go two and two in this stretch, that's gonna be a blessing. Like, stop it! It's like, <laughs> no, but we've seen, like, we've seen so, teams, we've seen so teams giving them three, three wins in, in one week. I don't, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think I ever changed up from. Uh, yeah, I think, I think he was always, you know, four and all or whatever. No, no, there was one episode he was like, no, nah, man, I can't even do it this time. I can't even do uh, it. Maybe there was one episode, but I don't know. No, but we've seen teams that were, were have high expectations, you know. Not reach them, or you know, look at the fucking Lakers. They even make it to the playoffs, for example, right? But have we ever seen a team that was no. well below five hundred, hovering around five hundred to the second best team in the East, or you know, for for the, overall the second best team out, you know, in the NBA, like in terms so, of complete so I, a complete turnaround? I, even if you're just looking at like the four major sports, like there's obviously been teams that have had major turnarounds, but normally it comes with this drastic improvement of their team, like a, a key player coming back from injury or a major trade or a huge head coaching shakeup midway through the season. This team just literally like traded Dennis Schroeder and brought in Derek White. Like that's all they did. And it, and it, hey, hey, hey. it didn't Don't even have ties. But that happened sort of during the run. And all like it literally was just like, oh, you know what? We're just actually gonna play better. <clears throat> I don't think I've ever seen a team just do that and have this drastic of a turnaround, you know? Yeah. I mean I, I can't in recent memory, I mean, a few episodes ago, Sean, you you brought it up. Um I think it was when um <laughs> when Sway uh, almost missed his flight. <laughs> you were talking about like the last Celtics team that like played this good offensively and defensively. And he was like, this team is the best team since the, the, uh, 08, 09 team. And legit, I saw after the, the Grizzlies game, they showed like their average, like, you know, points differential, or, you know, during the whole, the whole season, even, even during the turnaround, even when they were sucking, it was literally the best team since that, that, that team that you talked about, the 2000, the 2008, 2009 squad. Yeah. That's crazy. To even, to even to even think because of like all the other good like Celtics team that we saw during that era like you know I'm not talking about like right now but right. during that era but like <clears throat> yeah over a decade later yeah. and you know a rookie coach comes in here and just literally like yo no we're gonna fucking play defense and the rest is gonna figure itself out yeah and that's exactly why I'm like look this is a championship defense like there's no question about that like that's how long it's been since we've seen a team defend this well especially a Celtics team and that's how dominant that team was you know back in 08, 09. And and th- throughout that era, and the Celtics, we haven't seen them come remotely close to playing this well defensively since like the IT era. Remember, we were talking about that when they were very very similar position in terms of like you know whether it was uh, fewest points allowed or yeah you know, uh, percentage field goal percentage opposing field field goal percentage. They're always top two, top three. Like those are the teams that were one win away or at least got the Eastern Conference Finals. So you know, with that being said, I, I mean, I don't. I think everybody watching this team and following this this run, like that has to be worst case scenario for this team to get that far to get the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, everyone knows that the talent is there. So why are people talking about or considering the Brooklyn Nets a team as a as a, as a threat? You know, and look, I know the Celtics would be a favorite in this kind of matchup, but I, I just I feel like 
people need to start giving something a little more credit, you know. And, and, and granted, on ESPN and the national media, they're calling them the dark horse. They're calling the team in the East that you don't want to face. But against this Brooklyn Nets team, I mean, look, if Ami Mayudoka, this is exactly what I want for this team. This is the stepping stone. You know what I mean? Like, this is like the, the mental block that you need to conquer. This is like the, okay, you know, we beat the bully that's been maybe not the, the, the team that's always in everybody's way. But it just seemed like because of last year's playoffs, because of the storylines surrounding uh, Kyrie Irving, like this would be a huge step for Tatum and Brown to be like, man, we've really matured. We've really come a long way from those days of, of, of when, when Kyrie Irving was our point guard. Yeah, it would it would it would be huge for the just for the simple just for the simple fact that, um, like you said, like there's a lot of there's a lot of Celtics fans and and NBA fans that are just like, don't count out you know KD and, and Kyrie in the in the playoffs, right? Okay, considering what we saw a year ago, they they had James Harden, even though they, he didn't play the whole series, but like leading up to the playoffs, like James Harden was a big part of what they of what they did a season ago. Uh, you know, fast forward, you know, this year, they've had no chemistry whatsoever. If they barely had chemistry a year ago, like th- this, this season, and compared to the, the way the Celtics chemistry has been just not, not just during this turnaround, but like when the naysayers were doubting that, like, oh, this team like fucking hates each other, they were ready to prove everybody wrong. And, and, and like you said, Sway, and what's a better way to, to get this, this run going than to, to face the Nets? Yo, bring on the Nets. Like they shouldn't be scared of, of anybody at this point. Yeah, I'm sort of happy that this is happening. I mean, normally these type of beat the bully games don't happen in the first round, which is just a little bit weird, right? But I think there's something to be said about if they did get a cakewalk game and like series in round one, like does that give them a little bit of false confidence? Like, you know, but if you go up against Brooklyn, I mean, the way it's going to shake out, they're going to have to beat Brooklyn. They're going to have to beat Milwaukee. And yeah, it, so that's another part of this too, right? You know what I mean? Like that. And be who was the last thing you said? I didn't hear the last part. Philly or Miami, right? Whoever wins that one four matchup, but basically the three teams that have kicked them out of the playoffs the last three years, right? Right. Yeah. So I mean, if you're looking at it, this is their revenge tour, man. Like that's that's what that that's how I would be looking at it. If I'm Jason Tatum, Tatum, I'm remembering everything uh, about the Kyrie days, you know. Uh, and and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. I mean, they they've looked at Brooklyn over the past what two years, and and maybe even three when everybody because KD went there, sat out the full season, right? And then Brooklyn with the bubble season, yeah, that was the bubble season. That was the bubble okay. season, like Kyrie. Kyrie played like fifteen games, and then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just not, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean. This team has been the team to beat in the East for three years now, right? And and they, they have nothing to show for it, by the way. They haven't won shit. They haven't they 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 haven't had a one seed. They've only won two playoff series. Like I mean, let's be let's be honest. Uh, that's a lot. One, one technically because they didn't made it to the second round last season. They yeah, didn't, they didn't make it to the third round. They made it to the second round. Well, they've only won one playoff series against yeah. the Celtics. And I say it was just the Celtics. Yeah, they didn't have Jalen Brown, and they went up against the Nets, and the, they were floundering. So, like, you beat up they they have a they have a, a one playoff win, and all of the all of the self proclaimed or the media proclaimed best team in the East, best team ever put together. Th- there's a lot of bulletin board material for the Celtics team to get up for this game, and Emay's going to be pushing the right buttons. I think. 
And the difference is this team can compete with the talent on the floor this year, which they haven't been able to do in the past. I think last year you looked at that series and you're like, wow, the Nets have the top three players in the series, right? Not necessarily. Jalen was out, so you, 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 you couldn't going to put Jalen in that mix. Right, but I, I think I think the ascendance of Tatum into and passing Kyrie and Harden this year and, you know, being head-to-head with Durant is legitimate. That's a huge improvement over last year's team. Even if Jalen Brown was healthy, they're still not beating the Nets last year with the way they were playing. So, um, I am optimistic about this series. I will put it that way. And fuck Steve Nash, man. That guy can't coach, and you know coaches are as much Great as people. Want, as much as people, no, as much as people want to say coaches are important, it's all about the talent. In a playoff series, if it gets down to like nut cutting time in the fourth quarter, you want a coach that's going to be able to get you guys in the position to win. And the Nets do not have that, and they don't play a lick of defense. Plus, so, plus, here's a here's a caveat. Ime uh, was just in that locker room a season ago, so. Yeah, so he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So the coaching staff got significantly worse from last year. Their defense and role players significantly worse from last year, uh, or non-existent because you you got no you got Joe Harris. There's a couple Out, of outside guys of are, yeah, Joe Harris has gone outside of Brett Brown, who is a I don't know seventh man at best. He's the the third best player on that team right now. Uh, is his name Brett Brown or is that the coach's? Bruce Brown. Bruce. Bruce. Brown. Brown. Boston's Boston zone. Fred Brown, dude. Fred Brown's running the point, bro. <laughs> I think his name was Bobby Davidson, bro. Bobby Davidson. No, that shows you how much. Fred Brown. That shows you how much depth. Kyrie, you're gonna have to pass me the ball. You know, the first. <laughs> Come on. The first. The first black Brett ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is that? it's like a bo- it's like a New Hampshire accent. It's like kind of Bostonish, but it's not. It's no, weird. It's weird. Definitely like like Maine, kind of like a Maine accent. Yeah, yeah, it's a Maine accent. We have a great core. <laughs> now, nah, so so outside outside of <laughs> outside of KD and uh, outside of KD, there is no certainty on that Nets team, and there's nothing good about the Nets team outside of KD, in my opinion. So, yeah. Let's wash them. Let's wash them. So, is that the reason? Is that why Emei chose this route? Because they could have gone another route. They could have sat their guys against the Memphis Grizzlies. Well, they you could know have what? took an L, kept the, kept the season at around 50 wins, and I, said, you know what? Let's let's head up north to, to, to Canada and, 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 and take on the Raptors. I mean, did they pick this route for that specific reason, to avoid that? Or what is this is this the preferred route to, to go up against the, uh, like Sean put it, what, what was it? The payback season and, and go up against the, the teams that have, that have prevented you from reaching the NBA finals the last two, three years. I think it's, uh, even though it, it didn't appear that way, that they really don't care who they, who they were going to face. Um, I mean, when they lost to the Bucks and I really, I really thought that like, you know, if everyone was going to play in the second half, like the stars going to play in the second half. I'm like, why the fuck is it just, didn't just, play Tatum to begin with. You want to rest Horford, fine, but you know, play Tatum and then you win the game and you don't have to worry about the Memphis game. But anyways, they they won they won the Memphis game, which you know they got the second seed. Great, awesome. I think the I think the team that's avoiding that was avoiding or trying to, you know, 
choose a route was were the Bucks, right? The, the Bucks. Did, Yo, the Bucks didn't want any. The smoke Bucks didn't want. They want. They want no smoke no. From, from from Brooklyn. It's pathetic. Yeah, they called up all of Giannis's brothers. Like, Yo, you guys are all playing. Yeah, the whole Andre the Kupo, <laughs> cousins, sisters, brothers, uncle. Even grand grandpa, grandpapa de Kupo got up. Grandpapa de Kupo. <laughs> grandpapa Doppler's on the Kupo came through, yo. Y'all was like, he ain't washed. He ain't washed yet. He's right, like, I just, I just signed a one-day deal. Right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> My dream come true today. <laughs> yo, all of Greece was in that lineup, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and one G League player, <laughs> and they lost by sixty-five points. Like, that was <laughs> <Jeez. gone. laughs> no, uh, yeah. Oh wait, you can't you can't forget Drew Holiday did play seven seconds of that game. Yes, and yes, yes. Three hundred thousand dollars, like a like that, that. Imagine somebody doing that in Boston; they would get roasted. Absolutely. Would you guys? Would you guys do that if you were the like you guys the? If, if, if you're obviously if you're the Bucks, right? If you're in that, if you're in that in that position, you're the champions. Like I don't know, man. I don't know if that's the kind of message you want to send out there. That, that, that you're that you're that vulnerable. You I really, wanna... I really thought that, like you know, as this was coming down the stretch, I was like, yo, Milwaukee. I think I, I thought Milwaukee really wanted that first seed, but then when they were like, mm, doesn't look like it's gonna happen. Let's uh, let's just chill out here, you know. And it's like, listen, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I feel like Milwaukee was thinking about. Sorry, real quick, I, I feel like Milwaukee was thinking about that shot. But Durant, like, oh man, but if you made that three last year, you know, none, none of this would have happened. It's like, yeah, you can't think that way. You gotta, be, you gotta think that you're on another level. Like you, you've, you've reached another. You know what I mean? Like, put it like height. this. Put it like this. Like if if the Celtics got the three seed, right? I would have gone back to that Bucks game, obviously, and I would have been like, look, now you're potentially facing the Bucks on the road in a potential game seven, then at home. So, I mean, if the shoe's on the other foot, I don't know if I don't know if Milwaukee just doesn't. They just figure that like, oh, they'll have an easier time. Come the second round and beyond, I don't know, but you know, I think that that just it looked it look a little suspect to me. That's just that's all I, I'm gonna say. I think it's weak sauce by the defending champion to try to pick an easy route and not just be like we're just gonna win the games and then play who we have because you know what? If they did want to rest their players, they they wouldn't have played everybody full throttle against the Celtics in game 81, right? Yeah. They, they played everybody and then they rested everybody in the, in 82. Yeah. That was strategic to say we don't want to drop to the four seed. Yeah. We want to be at the third seed. They 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 did that intentionally. It's like it's soft and it also is disrespectful to the Celtics because they think that less about the Celtics. They don't care about home court advantage in the potential series against well, the Celtics. I mean their their coach is like the the most stressed out looking guy like ever, right? So maybe <laughs> maybe he's just like, No, I'm not I'm not taking any fucking chances. I'm just gonna. Oh no, no, no. they're scared of KD. I think that's, that's what I'm I saying. He's, that's what I'm thinking because I'm saying like he's him as a coach. You know, you know if they didn't win, they, if they didn't win last year, he would be he would have no job. Oh yeah, I oh, know he was done. He was done. Yeah, which which I think is just a little bit like a little bit lame. But you know what? When you get successful and you get fat, you get happy, you get comfortable, <laughs> right? That's what the Bucks are. They think they can choose whatever, and they're just going to make it back to where they are. And that never works out. It's like on Survivor when they always interview that one guy that's like, "I'm not home. I'm I'm I am so safe this week. He's fucking going home. You can't be overconfident. <laughs> you can never be overconfident. 
So, and that's where the Bucks are right now. And I'm really glad that the Celtics didn't fall into that trap because gotta stay humble, guys. Gotta, gotta stay humble, you know. Gotta stay humble. And this, which is which is why, like the Celtics, you have to win every game. You can't change up what's been going going well for you. Like you've won every single fucking game for like basically the past three months. You can't intentionally lose anything now. You know what I mean? Like you got to go for it. So I'm glad they did. Well, I think the Rob injury is a, is a big part here. I think that's the, the the reason why some people would be like, well, I don't know. I mean, that defense that we saw against the Nets, it's going to look a little different without Rob out there. But the way these guys have been pulling together defensively, you know, in contrast to, to what Brooklyn's been doing, like, I, I don't know. Like, everything you guys have been saying, like, I, I like the Celtics' chances. I like this storyline, if you will. You know what I mean? And, like, and look, if the Celtics can't beat a team like the Nets, then they don't, they're not destined to make the recent NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, let's yeah. face it, you know? Not to put it so bluntly, but like, let's, that's, that's what it is. No, like, you're I mean, right. Not to take the obvious, but you know, you're right. That's what it is. Even, even, even you Park. You gotta have that mindset. Even, even Park, who he wants, you know, credit for, for this turnaround here, even though he was the, probably the, one of, one of the loudest ones to say, no, it's time to split up, you know, uh, Jalen and, 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 and Tatum. He says, everyone, for, everyone forgot about that too. Right. Yeah. He, he says, <laughs> as soon as Rob went down, he was like, yo, this team ain't going past the second round. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Going back to what Sway said. This team operates on a, on, a, on a different level when they're not the favorites, right? Everybody was talking about the Celtics. Don't sleep on the Celtics when Rob was healthy. And as soon as Rob goes down, it was a, it was a few. A few was like, mm, I don't know, man. I know they're going to come out the East now. Nah, you know, they take care of the Nets in the first round. The sooner the better, obviously. You got Rob just chilling, waiting for that second round matchup against the Bucks. And whatever happens, happens, you know. And it's going to be a deep playoff run, in my opinion, because – this team, this team was has been slept on even even during their little turnaround. How many times did you hear? Well, they're not beating any, and they're not beating any teams that are fully healthy. You know, they went in that little nine game winning streak. No, they're not beating any teams that are that are hundred percent yet. And it's like, oh, okay, so it doesn't doesn't mean anything that you win nine in a row. All right, cool. And so, how about how about twenty five out of the last like thirty? Does that does yeah. that mean anything? Like, come on. Well, I also think that the Celtics will take a hit without Rob defensively, but like they will. But it's not like they're big. The the, the Nets. Right, and that's what I mean. Maybe you go from like the number one defensive ranked team to the number two defensive ranked team without Rob because they were literally light years ahead of that. So like they still will have a top five defense without Rob. The Nets don't play any defense, and yeah, exactly, Joel. Having a center, a rim protecting center against the Nets isn't as important as it would be against the Bucks, right? Yeah. No, so, definitely, definitely, and and yeah, you do. Obviously, you miss you miss uh, you know his. Four to five alley oop dunks in, in in any given you know game, but I mean, I, I take my chances with Marcus Smart guarding guarding Kevin Durant or, or him switching off with whoever. Now I throw I throw Tatum on Durant, mano y mano, give him some help, obviously in some situations. But Marcus has got to lock down Kyrie, man. That's all. Just just make Kyrie a twenty point scorer. That's it. You know he can't he can't don't contain him. Don't let him go off. If Marcus can do that, then I think the series is a wrap. You know, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to put up a good game. Like, look, I don't want this to be, you know, the, if, the Nets, if the Nets win by, like, four. Oh, well, the Cavs are so close. No, no, no. Like, it, it's going to be like that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the spread's 8.5. If you, you – you definitely bet the Cavs to cover that. It's crazy. Even with Mobley back, 8.5? Yeah. Jared Allen's not playing. Jared Allen's not playing. That's right. Uh, that's no. why. I was like, 8.5 is a lot. It's okay, guys. It's okay, guys. It's, it's Rondo. Rondo's about to step up on this one, right? He's gonna he's, he's gonna do the Celtics a favor. Playoff Rondo, dog. Yo, playoff Rondo. One more trick up his sleeve. 
Is oh, he even? Shit. Does he even get run on that team? Yeah, man. I have not watched a single even does with league. He even get run. Even with oh, league pass, I haven't watched a single Cavaliers game all year. Even when they played the Celtics, I think I accidentally missed those games for some reason. The four games. Right, well, you're sleeping. <laughs> you're really, you're really doing your uh, disservice to those hundred bucks you, you dropped. Or was it fifty bucks? No, there's plenty of other games you can watch. Link pass. Yeah, but you would have been all caught up for this matchup between them and the Nets. But see, well, I I didn't. I also didn't realize that they lost eight out of ten to end the season. That's not good. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's kind of why they're in this position. Yeah, yeah. They kind of they kind of trended the wrong way there, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you want yeah, someone had to fall. You know, someone had to fall. The Celtics were surging. You know, the the, the Miami Heat. The, know, got back the on fucking track. the Raptors do. The Raptors are fucking playing like they got nothing to lose. Yeah, fucking Nick had Nurse, to fall. right? Now Nick Nurse and Siakam. You know, the best duo right now. Jeez, the best <laughs> what? The best the duo be- right now, right? <laughs> Nick, Nick best, Nurse and fucking Siakam. The best coach duo. Yeah, best coach star player duo <laughs> in Canada, definitely. In Canada, yeah. There you go. Uh, by the way, I hate Nick Nurse. I know. That's why I said it. Yeah, obviously. I mean, why would you even like him? No. What's the reason for Sean Dusha to like him? So that, no, that makes sense. It's not that I hate Nick Nurse. It's I hate the credit Nick Nurse is given for just being an idiot. Like, you, know what, you know what I can't stand about Nick Nurse? And it was, it was just all based yeah, off. I Leonard. That's why he won a championship. The reason why I don't like Nick Nurse is from the bubble series, every press conference he's has to like be like all friendly and chummy with like every person that asked him a question like canadian eh? and i was just like what the is he canadian no he's not <laughs> nah. no no sean was just saying that as if that's a greeting or something <laughs> no he's a friendly guy you know oh, oh i thought you were saying as like canadian eh? like that was like saying hi or something to each no. person your friendly average canadian coach like win or lose, he like his press conferences were like like forty five minutes long after every game. <laughs> they were forty five minutes. They were long. They were fucking long, yeah. Because he's just sitting geez, there like forty five minutes. Every like question was like, oh, by the way, like how's your wife doing? Like how how are the kids? You know, it's just like yeah, oh, the fuck- answer the fucking question. No one no one cares that you know this person personally. Yeah, it's the Bobby Valentine smooching the media just to not get a bad rap, get that extra love. You know, coach. Imagine if Brad. Imagine Brad Stevens was like that. That's what I mean. Brad Stevens would have won would have won Coach of the Year five times if he was nice to the media, not a not a dry sack of nickels, you know. <laughs> I guess pers- as, as opposed to dry sack of quarters, his personality. Hey, hey, hey! Take it easy, man. Come on, Brad was make it sound like he was like you know, like no emotion. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's not, not, he's not Belichick. Smile, this shit. Yeah. He's got character. Every, yeah, exactly. He's, he's not, not Belichick. That dude. That dude. Uh, yeah, that dude's no. got a personality of a fucking tree. Every press conference, it's a little dry, but you know, every press conference was reading like great expectations. Like that's how dry it was, bro. Just friggin'. Oh, I don't appreciate the slander about Brad. <laughs> I know, right? All of a sudden, man, I thought Jeez. that was like Brad was your yeah. guy, bro. What's going oh, on? Oh no, 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 no! How no. soon they forget? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the guy who this oh, team fuck. that you love so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he put this thing together. He, 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 uh, he finagled that bad boy. He put, he, he puppered yeah. this shit real quick. You guys forget how we got here. I'm saying Brad Stevens. Should have been a five-time winner of Coach of the Year. But you, you but shit never, on him. That's like a back-end compliment. He never smoothed the media because he's so dry. <laughs> if, he just, if he just had a little personality, I'm talking about the face of the NBA. 
That's how good of a call Brad Stevens was. Why is he got to smooth the media? For real, bro. Why is he got to Nick Nurse everybody? I'm telling you, if he just did it, he would have got national think, record. And I think he's showing a little more personality now that he's the GM because he doesn't have the fucking headaches as a coach. Yeah. Personalities through the roof. That's that's one thing about Brad Stevens. I will not. I will not inflate. You are not. You're not going to. You're not going to close on this personality. Come on, man. No, man. <laughs> you imagine him answering like a, a Jared White X and O question. Jared, did you come up with all that by yourself? Like, wow, that's impressive. Or something like that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> like embracing it. <laughs> He's like Jared. Wow, you know, I'm really impressed with the research you've done here. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or if he was just like, hey, hey John, how's, hey, how's the girlfriend? John would just be like, um, she's all right. But hey, look, in the second quarter, you said that, you know, you know, like, like, Carras wouldn't want any of that. He's just like, like, no, you know, man, like, you know what, John? Stick the business here. You know stick what, John? That's a, I'm asking you a question. That's a great question. I, you know, I really appreciate, you know, you always ask a great question, you know, and he's just like, what the fuck? Uh, no, he would be like, you know what, Brad? I'll I'll answer that off camera. But you know what? Um, what's up with Jason no, Tatum? No, they would. What's up with Tatum's shot selection? The more no. important thing, you know, like Morales would melt in a at a coach giving him props for a good question. Any media reporter, and so oh. you're 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 too. If somebody, oh yeah, somebody in but, front of everybody else was being like Joe Sway Pavone. Oh yeah, yeah. awesome question. question. How's how's the fam? How's everything going? You're gonna be like. This will fucking yeah, yeah, dude. No, no, but like, like, no, but like you said, <laughs> his personality. No, yeah. I'm saying like his personality, like, like you say, it's it's dry like a fucking bag of nickels, whatever. He's, like if he all of a sudden was just like, you know what? <laughs> Don't just say whatever. That's, that's a great. That's a great. You know, like, that's a great question. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, you'd be like, oh, you've never asked. You're never talking like this all season long. Now all of a sudden you like, you like my question? Like, nah, man. That's, I mean, I'd be like, yo, you're being sarcastic right now. Yo, fuck off. Oh, no, man. no, no, but Sean's saying that was like every single time. Like, you yeah. know that shit would get old after a while. And he'd just be like, you know what, Brad? We'll just talk later, man. Like, you know, because that's how boss reporters are. I just think Toronto, the beat is just a whole different, you know, gang, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, know? Or or maybe maybe it's not the beat. Maybe it's just the Boston thing. Like, you know, the whole mass whole thing. Like, that's a real thing. Like, you know, like, dude, I'm asking you about the self. I'm asking you about the play. Like, I don't think it would be received as well as you say it would be, you know? Nope. Like, I really don't. Yeah, and, and not only that, but like at that time too, like it was all through Zoom. Like, yo, we, we have limited time here. Like, you know, like come on, get to it. Like, imagine to it. Gary Washburn. He'd be like, "Um, my my wife's all right, but Brad, like, I'm trying to ask you something, man. Like, listen, you know, like he would <laughs> stop. He would the question. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, try to do my job here. I mean, he wouldn't say that, but like, you would be like, you know, you keep it short, and then be like, let's get back to the thing. Listen, no, if it comes down to it. The younger reporters, though, Sean, I'm with you. Yeah, I, no, I, I, yeah if, some, like that, if somebody's super nice to you, and and then when you go to write that, you get you know you lick the tip of your pen to write that. <laughs> I was like, whoa, where are we going here? What's going on? <laughs> all up against. I, I just heard lick the tip. I'm like, wait, what? You, you you think twice. You think twice before putting pen to paper. I'm just saying, <laughs> and that's why Nick Nurse won Coach of the Year because he friggin'. <laughs> People, he was nice to people. Well, Brad Stevens was a better coach, and he's just dry. Where'd you come up with this shit? This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even the next season futures. 
And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, okay. let's take our trip around the NBA. Let's Jesus wrap Christ. up this episode the way we wrap up every we're not, episode. We're not, we're, not making, we're not making our predictions? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn predictions. Wait, predictions? no, 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 because there's still a chance. Predictions for what? There's still a chance. We're not looking ahead. This I is think playoff we mode, man. make two predictions. We've got to make predictions for the Brooklyn series and or the Cleveland series. Two very different things that could happen. For both series, if it goes, it's it's gonna it's gonna be Celtics in five, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Just go ahead and say you're Celtics in five, Celtics in four. Like, what's the it's point not- of doing it? Like, like, no one thinks it's gonna be interesting. But you guys don't. You guys think it's it could be short against the Nets? Because I'm, hmm. I don't. But I mean, wow. What do you? What's your prediction? I mean. I think the Celtics will win, but I think it's going to be a. I mean, it's going to pro. It's going to be a dog fight. I think. I mean, pro. pro no, no, uh, you, no, you can't. You can't keep a straight face when you're trying to say. No, I, I am being serious. I obviously, I, uh, I want to say Celtics sweep, but uh, I, I just, I, I like playoffs are different. It's a different animal for the playoffs. Like, KD's good for two games, right? I mean, if we can, if we can. You can keep keep Kyrie from taking over any games, then, or or winning any games because he could probably take over in a loss. I think I think this thing's going six at least, if not seven. My, to be honest. Now, if it's Cleveland, you probably give the edge to the Cavs, you know. But uh, no, <laughs> if it's Cleveland, then it's a fucking sweep, and then they get their cakewalk series that we're all saying they did so good to avoid, but. Yeah, I I do think it's going to be an absolute dogfight. It's probably one of the best first round series in a very long time. What what's what has been a better first round series than the best team in the Eastern Conference in the second half of the season and the best team on paper? You know, yeah. I just, I, I just don't think that they were ever the best team on paper. I think it's gotta, I think it's got to go seven. I think it got to go seven. Celtics in seven. I'll give some, I Celtics, Rude. but I think I got. I think it's going to go seven. I do. Wow. Yeah, man. I mean, everything that I'm saying about the Nets sucking, they still got Kevin Durant, you know, and and they still got. Yeah, you know, he dropped 50 of the night in a loss, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, he's got to get just about that. Yeah, he's got to get just about that. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't think that they could beat the Celtics three times. I just don't. I don't know. With that being said, I I got Celtics in six, but that's it. Sure. So, splitting hands. I was six or seven. But I, I think I, I think I, if I'm predicting it, if I'm putting money down on it, then I think we're coming back to Boston for Game Seven, and the Celtics win in blowout fashion. All right, Joel, what you got? I'm gonna stick with five because I, I think it's, uh, it's personal when it comes to the, the these two teams. And this and, time, personal. Like, forget, forget the whole Kyrie when he used to be here. Forget that because Tatum will never say anything bad about Kyrie. Marcus, Jalen, even Al Horford, they won't say anything bad about Kyrie, but. Based on how the season ended last season, and based on all the the stuff that he's he's said about Boston in general since, 
it's like if you don't use that as any kind of motivation, then yeah, it might this might go to, this might go the distance. But if you're if you're if you're gonna jump out the way you've been jumping out on on on, on the majority of these teams over the last 30, 40 games, like come out early, especially at home, especially <laughs> that crowd's gonna be crazy. By the way, those those first two games here in Boston. Like they're gonna they're gonna set the tone. If they set the tone early, then it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be in five, I think. What game do they lose? Uh, probably one of the one of the Brooklyn games. Like probably like game four. Yeah, because I do think if the Celtics go up and the Celtics if the Celtics can go up three zero, or even even two zero, and, and maybe three zero, I don't know. But Brooklyn does have the ability to just totally fall apart and give up on so that they could it could totally go the other way too, right? Or, or you know, all of a sudden there's a there's an injury to uh to Kyrie, to Kyrie, or, and you know, I do hope they just don't just throw Ben Simmons in and just ruin him. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Ah <laughs> oh, man, this Katie's like, yo, Ben, you fucking play. I'm out. <laughs> that would just be great. <laughs> we could still have James for God's sake. <laughs> Who the fuck made this deal? Look what Harden's doing over there. We could just wait it out, you know? Now I got fucking Ben Simmons back over here. <laughs> Hurt my back. You don't think my back hurts trying to carry this fucking squad? Carrying this Australian fucking motherfucker. I don't understand why they're dangling him like he's going to play. Like he's not going to play. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. It's, it's, yeah. What does that do for them? Nothing. Dangling it. Yeah. They play. Does the not. Celtics. Like, oh, no, no, come on, don't play Ben. No, like, don't do it, please. Yeah, no way. If Ben does play, though, they, they sweep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so many fucking variables, man. Yeah, right. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. All right, in case you missed it. Um, the Lakers, the good old L.A. Lakers, who we didn't even make it to the playing tournament. You know, we really haven't talked about that since, but, you know, just had to throw that in there. Have fired their head coach of three seasons, Frank Vogel. Less than 24 hours following their regular season finale. LA, of course, finished 33 and 49 in the year that they were, um, pretty sure they were the favorites, right? To come out of the West and, you know, win it all again. Oh, yeah. Big time. Especially after the, uh, infamous trade for Russell Westbrook. Um, yeah, they were favorited even over the Nets, I think, to start the season. Even over the, even over the Suns, which I thought was like, yeah, right. Shouldn't they be neck and neck? Right. Everybody was talking about the Suns and the fucking, I mean the the Lakers and the uh, and the Nets. That was the that was the the hoopla, yeah, over the summer. But um, according to uh, Rob Palenka, quote: "Today is not going to be a day of finger pointing and unwinding all the specific reasons. We just felt, <laughs> <laughs> Frank, it was your fault. I don't know, Frank, you fucking suck. Uh, we just felt organizationally at the highest level, it was time for a new voice." End quote. Um, Vogel and the Lakers, you know, they did win the championship less than two years ago in the bubble. But uh, for now, it seems like the Vogel staff won't be touched or they're going to be let go as of as of now. Uh, they do want a new head coach in place by the draft, according to Palenka. So it should be interesting. Coach, player coach LeBron? Nah, Sway had it. Sway had it. He brought somebody up. Right? We talked about this. Um, Mike Brown? Nah, Fisdale. Was it Fisdale? That's his name, right? What's he <laughs> Take that for data guy. Who needs to be in Miami? Yeah, what's he been doing? He's a, he's the assistant there in, in the Lakers. Yeah, well, that's what happens. He, LeBron LeBron picks his favorite assistant, and then he goes, "You know what, man? You could be you could be somebody. You know, 
and then that person becomes the, the head coach of the team. This is you your know? chance. This is your chance. <laughs> yeah, a year or two later. Mike Brown, Ty Lu. That's what yeah. we thought was going to happen with Jason Kidd, right? When when that's the whole reason why Fizdale took the job. Yeah, you know? he's like, I'll just leak. I'll just leak coach sensitive information to LeBron. Yo, and Vogel, yeah, yeah. Vogel <laughs> was Vogel was always hired to be fired because they were supposed to. It was supposed to be Jason Kidd who was to take over. Yep. That was always the plan. He was hired to be fired. to be fired, <laughs> and then somehow he won a championship in the first year, and they were like, they're like, fuck, to <laughs> resign Frank fucking Vogel, damn. <laughs> this thing happened. Yo, Frank's still here. Jeez. It's like, all right, let's give let's give AD his extension and uh, uh, tell Frank we'll talk to him at some point. But like, you know, don't let him get a big head over this because uh, yeah, you know, LeBron walked Frank's his office after they won the championship. Yo, Frank still got to go. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. <laughs> Frank's yeah. got to go. The plan the plan doesn't change, right? Jason, like, Jason was like, yeah, I, mean, I thought like that was always that's where I got hired, right? Shut, shut up, Jason. Like, we'll, we'll we'll deal with you, you know, when we deal yeah. with you. All right, relax. You didn't get shit, all right. <laughs> The first year, the first year LeBron was there, it was uh, it was Luke Walton that was there, right? They don't, they don't make the playoffs, and LeBron's like, yeah, like this, we were supposed to fucking sign everybody, and we didn't do shit, so get rid of this Luke motherfucker. Had, Luke had some shit going on too, right? Remember that whole thing? Yeah, yeah, he did. Poor Luke, but um, yo, seriously though, like over the last decade, there's been like seven head coaches in LA. Yeah, well, jeez. It- very stable franchise, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everything works well in there, you know. I don't think a lot of leaks within the organization. No, none whatsoever. And you, of course, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear the LeBron like, you know, you know, I, I don't make the decisions when it comes to you know who's coming here and who's not. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, you know, you know I, if I'm if I'm if I'm the Lake if I'm the Lakers, I will just be like LeBron. We're naming you coach because I'm not paying millions of dollars to somebody just to do nothing. Then like, I can't sign somebody to work as a one year contract for you. You're going to want this guy gone next year. So we're not paying it. <laughs> Coach the fucking right. team. Himself. That's what I would That's what I would tell them. Cause they're going to eat money. If you sign a coach, a good coach, let's even say they sign Fizdale. They'll sign Fizdale to like three years, 25 million. That's 25 million for a season. Cause he's gone next year, bro. You know, he doesn't, yeah. If he doesn't turn into the dude from the Heat, what's his, what's his name? Spolstra? Man, it's all, no, it's all good. You know, maybe he'll even take less because he's still getting paid from the Knicks. You know, the Knicks just got rid of his ass too soon, yeah. too. Not, not like Fizdale has a great track record either. Like, Come on, man. He's trying. No. <laughs> he got sick. Dude, just like, no. Yeah, he got the shot in New York, man. Yeah. No. And before okay, that, you know, that. and before that, you know, like the Grizzlies were getting older, so he tried, man. He tried. Oh, he got he got booted from he got kicked out of Memphis. He got kicked out of New York. Now he goes to LeBron to save him. I don't think Fisdell is a great head coach. Maybe, maybe like maybe they should call Mike Brown. You're just such an asshole, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, just a dick, bro. The track record's there. <laughs> no one gets the benefit of the doubt for Duja, bro. Unless you're like one of his guys. Bro. Just an asshole. Well, you know, Fisdale is a little is a little uh, gnarly to the media too. You know, that's why he doesn't get the. Oh boy, it's, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Brad Stevens treatment. He's just not as good a coach. No, 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 no. They'll get fucking uh, Carlisle, right? Isn't Carlisle gonna like you know walk away from you know this, this, that great experience in, in Indiana? 
Yeah, imagine Carlisle being like, "Yo, I, I just, I'm going to leave Luka Doncic at age 21 to go coach Indiana." What? Yeah, 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 bro. There's, there's, there's deeper shit there in Dallas. There's a, there's too much shit going on in Dallas that he had to bounce. Yeah, and Luka is, I think, a major asshole. Seems like, sort of seems. <laughs> well, speaking of which, in case you missed it, Luka hey. Doncic has suffered a left calf strain, apparently, according to uh, an MRI that he had. Uh, on, on why Monday. was that so? Why was that delivery so upbeat? Jeez. No, because listen, listen. <laughs> this <laughs> poor guy. Jeez. No, but listen, listen. Right, the, the Mavs regular season finale. Right, he he, he suffered the injury, and uh, he was seen uh, on Monday limping with a walking boot. And there's no timeline, but the, the Mavs have they haven't ruled him out for Game One against uh, the Jazz next Saturday. That's the I think that's the very first playoff game of the uh, of the of the postseason. So. Here's the irony, fellas, because he had picked up his 16th technical foul. Very first playoff game of the postseason. No fucking shit, dude. Right? <laughs> of the NBA postseason, like that's the first game, like at the one o'clock start on Saturday. That's what I'm. That's what I was trying to say. You douchebag. Playoff game, though. The first playoff game. The first playoff game of the NBA postseason. Okay. All right. It's- of the twenty. <laughs> of the twenty twenty two. Shot. Sean's taking away the, the, the red squiggly line on your sentence right now. Like, All right. <laughs> Jesus. That's one of those ones I'll circle it with a question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. oh, the green line? Just yeah. Go the freaking, like, Yo, what the? <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. I just, yeah. I just need you to explain it to me. You explain your you thinking. Didn't, <laughs> you didn't misspell anything, but uh, the grammar leaves a little more work there. Yeah. Repetitive. <laughs> like, it's one of those... It's one of those... Uh, it's one of those suggested grammar <laughs> updates. <laughs> and, okay, suggested, like maybe you may be a little. <laughs> it's suggested, but if you don't take it, they're not taking away the green line. No, yeah. that, it's staying there. <laughs> <laughs> and it is one of those ones where you do it's like, yo, this, this, this sentence is suspect. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Even if you do ignore it, it just fucking pops back up when you do spell check again. It's like, yep, yep. this one. You know? <laughs> Again, about this sentence over here. Though. Um, <laughs> and still going with this? Yeah. <laughs> anyways, sorry, Joel. Go ahead. So anyways, Dantich, <laughs> who shouldn't have been playing in the game because he had technically had uh, picked up his uh, 16th technical foul of the season, mm. but the Mavs bitched and complained to the NBA, so they rescinded it, and he was able to play in that game when he shouldn't have been playing. So, now, But then he was... What? But then he was injured. <laughs> Are you talking? What? <laughs> he got injured in the game that he was supposed to not play. I see. <laughs> so. Joe's about to lose it, bro. <laughs> the game before the season, this game before the season finale, that's when he picked up his 16th tech. He was supposed to be suspended. He was supposed to be suspended for the following game, but they rescinded, the NBA rescinded it because the Mavs bitched about it, and he played, and he got injured. Got it? Um, Stop, stop spell-checking Joel. All right? Ball don't lie in that situation, right? Well. And why, yeah. why would you want – why wouldn't you just get the suspension out of the way? It does carry over to the postseason, right? It doesn't. Like, that's a regular season. Oh, okay. Every 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 sets. Yeah. Every sets. That's why, like, when uh, Tatum picked up his 15th, well, like, a week ago, 
They're like, oh no, it might get hit 16. He's like, no, I'm well fucking aware that I, you know, I have one more attack before I get suspended, but it does reset when the playoffs start, so it doesn't matter. Because I got a new batch when the playoffs start. So right, like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, hey, payday's coming soon, baby. That bank account's yeah. filling up. We're good. So it's like I'll use them wisely. So take it easy. I'll use them wisely. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spend them all in one place. <laughs> but you know I'm going to spend. I always fucking spend them. <laughs> well, don't worry. You'll, you'll, you'll think I'm. You'll think I'm going to be overdrafting that account, but yeah, I will do it. If you think I'm not complaining about shit, you got another thing coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> I complain about everything. Uh, That's what I do. Like, he's like, out of those 15 texts, maybe, maybe two were warranted. You know? Yeah. Right. Maybe two. How, how many texts do I get in the playoffs? Seven. <laughs> Damn well, I'm using six. <laughs> <laughs> and then if we make it to them big finals, it resets, right? Nah, man. It's, yeah. just, it's, the, it's the whole postseason, bro. <laughs> ah, shit. Who made that up? Yeah, I don't know. It's like the last game. He's like, if I got using six. <laughs> <laughs> game seven, game seven of the NBA finals. He's like, yo, I got three texts. And damn, I can't, I can't leave him. It's burning a hole in my pocket, man. I gotta spend them. I got it. But yo, listen, man, I'm the tech god, all right? This is what I do. <laughs> I get texts out here. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, in case you missed it, right? Um, we, we briefly, you know, brought up good old Ben Simmons and his status. It's technically still up in the air for uh, the Brooklyn Nets here. <laughs> yeah, and I'm- and a freaking <laughs> and a slander freaking yeah. manner. So, yeah. We brought it up earlier. Yeah, like, you know, according to ESPN, like it's still a possibility yeah, a, type of shit. But you uh, know what? All over his whole career, Ducha's favorite coach, Steve Nash, says that you know he welcomes the challenge of uh, trying Steve to Nash integrate integrate Simmons into their team during the playoffs. Like, bro, he hasn't played in a fucking year. Like, what what the hell do you think he's gonna do for you? What's yeah, he gonna you, do for you? Yeah, yeah. It's not like riding a bike, bro. Here's Stephen A. Smith today just spazzing. Like, no, like we deserve the right. Stephen to A. Smith spaz? How you hurt your back? It's like how how did you hurt your That's back? That's what I'm back? saying. Like, now is now is he oh, has he to wants, back? Oh, he wants. Oh, he wants receipts now. He wants, he wants receipts. I want to know what the hell you were doing that you hurt your back. You ain't played since last June. What were you doing? What the hell happened, Kendrick Perkins, Jay Williams? Was he riding up the turnpike on I-95 with a car that was a bit rough around the edges, hit a pothole, and tweaked his damn back? What the hell happened? I want to know what happened. You haven't played a minute, a second, since last June. That is 10 months. You ain't touched a damn basketball in an official capacity. Thank Did you, you slip in the tub? Did you slip in the tub? Would you get your groove on? <laughs> And tweak the hip. I mean, to hit a pothole on the turnpike. What the hell is going on? I can't take. I I can't believe I'm the only one saying this. You're stuff. not. What, you're not the only one. What was he doing, Jay Williams? That's the I mean, question. Me, I, Jay Williams. What the hell was he I doing? I can't defend it. I, mean, I can't defend it. Was he getting his groove on? Tweak the hips the right way. I mean, did he hurt his back? I mean, there's, there's several ways it can hurt the back. Where's the X-ray? He is not allowed to play in the postseason until he tells us how. <laughs> we know. We know. It's like his. That's his. That's his birth certificate. Take. Yeah, like him. Like him. We not, need to see his birth. Certificate. Yeah, him not fucking playing is is gonna. He thinks it's gonna help him get that fucking all the fine that he got, all the fines he got with with Philly. He wants that money back. He cares yeah. more about his about getting paid than fucking playing right now. So that's what. That's the bottom line. But what about the birth certificate? I don't know about that, but I don't think he cares that much about playing. 
No, I don't. I don't think that makes sense. Fuck about playing. Yeah, he had, yeah. He's like, he's like, this season, this season was a this season. The moment he got traded, he's like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm yeah. you know. So wait, I got what I wanted, and I don't have to come back. You, you like, and honestly, guys, let's 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 be real. Like, there's no like positive outcome to this because even if he does help, even if he does help, let's say he like puts something up that's like remotely close to you know what he did last year or whatever, everyone's gonna be like, well, why the fuck didn't you do this sooner? Like, you know what I mean? Like. There's criticism no matter what happens if he decides to, to fucking put a uniform. And on. if he and if he like, does come back, but but <laughs> he that he could have avoided that like three weeks ago or shit, even last week, two weeks ago. You know, ramp up, play the last like ten games of the season, and go into the playoffs. But going in like this, just fresh off of not playing all season, that's not gonna work. It's just not gonna work. Also, don't you think that Ben Simmons uh, and a healthy Nets team could have won? What was it? Two more games to catch the the Bulls, and maybe not even. Be oh, in they the- wouldn't be in the play. Yeah, they wouldn't even be in the situation. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. Just uh, his defense alone, and just as a playmaker, probably yeah. helps them win two games. Yeah, yeah. so especially, especially at minimum, if he comes into the series and he's playing at minimum, and like even if he's playing at a good level, but they still lose the the, the first round, that's going to be like what? What a piece of trash. Yeah, because bottom line is like no, yeah, you're especially right. especially the games when you didn't have Kyrie when they still had the mandate. Like, yep. like bottom line, he he comes back in the middle of the playoffs. This will be the first time you'll play since last spring, right? Where where he was just a mess during that during that series against the Hawks. <laughs> since, since since Doc hurt his feelings in that post, and you don't think you don't think he's gonna have some some like sort of like like breakdown in the middle of a game? Like, how is he gonna help you? Tell me, how does he how does he help the, the Brooklyn Nets right now? If he hasn't no, played, hasn't played in like in a year. Just if you think that Philly was bad on Ben Simmons, you think if he steps on the court in Boston, he will get eviscerated. Like you think, you think Kyrie and and and, and Durant are, take, are taking him under his wing, their wing, their collective wing. Yeah, do it. That's I don't. Fine. I don't think so because you think Boston gives a fuck. No, like, I don't. No, I don't think. I don't think neither. I don't think neither are doing that because I I remember KD like after the trade, like yo, you giving him like any players. And he's just like, yo, he, he, he's a big boy. Like, he can fucking figure that shit out. Like, it's like, what do you want? What do you want me to do? Like, I'm not going to fucking sit well, there yeah. and stand. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can't say it to the media. But you don't think behind closed doors, like, you have to send a lifeline. Because at the end of the day, it's like, you're the leaders of this team. How do you not embrace someone like this? Like, I, I think that, uh, I don't think, I think that they Simmons are. is in the click, right? I, they, they, I don't think they... I mean, they're probably not smoking joints together, but they're probably, you know, <laughs> you know. And, and by the way, I'm saying this because this is directly from the book. Like, like Duran doesn't care. Like he, he'll do it after practice. Yeah, just, well, pretty, I don't know. Kyrie. I shouldn't assume about Kyrie, but I'm just, I guess I'm throwing. No, Katie's there, pretty but, open about his uh, his uh, extracurricular activities. I think I think he's invited to lunch and dinners, but maybe they're not kicking it at Katie's place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to. Which James you have to embrace him. James was at least doing that. Harden was huh. Harden was hanging. Harden was part of the crew. It didn't work out, but well, obviously, man, Harden is a different story because he was bringing something to the table. I'm saying, like, I don't think this is like an awkward, like, you know, like, oh, you're the new guy on the team, and we didn't even ask for this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think they've, <laughs> I think they've, you know, they, you have to embrace them because if not, you're just an awful leader. But they're not going to do it on camera. You know what like, I mean? They're going to like be subtle about it. It's like essentially you, you got, you got rid of, you know, one of the the top, like, you know. 10 arguably 15th player you know in in the league for for nothing because he's been right. not playing funny thing is though is 
Harden is reverting into playoff Harden as of late. Uh, guy can't find a basket, and I don't know. I, I, I we both, <laughs> just say it, just say it, and I love it. You know, this is great. Yeah, yeah but you know, but you still <laughs> like if the Nets had to, if like if KD had to pick, like you know. Ben Simmons versus, you know, even a shitty Harden. I think he's going with the shitty Harden, you know, nine times out of ten. Well, I mean, yeah. four for 13 shooting, four for 15 shooting, and that's not going to help nobody. Well, maybe maybe if he's just, he's just there just for passing purposes that you don't have to have Kyrie be your point guard. I just think it's funny. When that trade happened, I think the resounding opinion was, wow, both teams get significantly better, and both teams have – not gotten better from those trades. You don't know, but what was, what was the uh, what was the local what was the local saying of that sentence? Though both teams got better, and the Celtics didn't. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, look what happened, man! Yeah. Look what happened since the trade deadline. Look at all three team of three of those teams' record. You know who had the best record? Boston. I mean, Philly, Philly, say what you want about them. They they did cling to the four spot, but they had the one seed pretty much locked down. They were the number one seed when they traded for Harden, right? Yeah. They? they were either the number one or number two. They were either number one, or number two. Yeah, and like Chicago was up there at that point or something. Yeah, like Miami, that. Miami didn't make their run yet. All I know is the week that that trade happened, the Celtics shot on the Nets while Harden was on there, and then they shot on Philly when Harden got traded there. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, All right, man. What else we miss? Yeah, and last but not least, and speaking of Kevin Durant, um. Our CEO, well, CEO of CLNS, which is who Causeway Street is, is under. That's been our umbrella now for quite some time. Uh, Nick Gelso, who was the, also the founder of CLNS, had a little run in with KD on, on Twitter. And, um, Sway, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you, uh, talk about this a little bit here. You guys on the Garden Report got into more details of, of this. You actually had, uh, Nick on the show talking about this, uh, this little squabble, if you will, on Twitter. No, we're gonna get him on next episode. He's gotta uh, talk to his lawyers. But yeah, we'll have him on next episode. <laughs> Tell his side. His lawyers? Wait. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, oh, did he say that shit? <laughs> I thought he was. Imagine if, imagine if CLNS sues Kevin Durant, bro. That would be amazing. See, That'd this is why. Great. This is another reason why I don't think you know. I was thinking the other way around. Yeah, what if he I don't think KD CLNS. is thinking about like you know taking anybody under his wing. He's just like, I'm here to do you know my thing and. And if it's up to the team to bring whoever is supposed to be around me and, and I'm just doing whatever I'm supposed to do. And I check Twitter and, you know, halftime, check Twitter after the games. And that's just, he's all about him. Yeah, true. Well, in case you missed it, Nick, the whole thing started with him putting together an all time team and saying that Larry Bird has, you know, there's a legitimate argument to be made that Larry Bird had a better career than Kevin Durant. And I, it wasn't that that he quote, you know, retweeted Nick. It was, a comment that he said when he's going back and forth with Nets fans, and you know, it, it did create a, a lot of buzz before KD responded to it. Um, but the comment that KD responded to was him pretty much saying Nick Nick saying that he's always got to be make himself out to be the villain, and you know, he liked to be in this position, and you know, um, he's a fraud. I think that's the part that, that hit yeah. him because that, that was the what he what he quote tweeted, and man, for him to say that. It's it's funny how a grown ass man could say anything to be an attention whore, like like you know talking to Nick. That that's funny that he responded to that that he would pick that out because I'm sure he gets he gets there's people in his mentions every single day. But for like clutch points to like pick up on it and put a graphic together and be like you're going to shoot at the at KD, you better not miss. Oh, 
burn, he burned you. It's just like, I guess, but like, why? Like, why? Why, why, why is that is it, cool? Yeah. Why, why is that a cool thing to do? Like, like why? Why? Why isn't the headline like, oh, Kevin Durant again is responding to fans on fucking on on Twitter like he really cares and he does. That's the yeah, thing. Nick, Nick this Nick, is on a game day too. This is like hours before tip off. Like they Nick had a game that triple day. down on this. He needs to go full Rappaport. Rappaport beat the. Oh, Rappaport would have the video out on IG by now. That's what I mean. What's Nick doing? Get the second like, phase. Like, like, yeah. Here we are. Like twenty four hours later, it's still sitting at the but, top of Kevin Durant's fucking Twitter page. Right? It's crazy how but, internet but made grown men tension horse. That's what he's. That's what. That's the quote. You know, he quote tweeted uh, Nick Gelso on on how how he called him a villain and a fraud, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think we all know how soft Durant is on social media, but well, I think that's what Nick is trying to say. Nick's being like, "Yo, you paint yourself as that," because obviously, it's a dig at the the burner account thing. Like, you know, if you're Kevin Durant, the first thing you're thinking is like, "All right, he's making a joke about that," but you know, you're calling me a fraud, and you're saying that, uh, you know, I paint myself to be this guy, and that, like, you know, I think that's what hit him. But then it's just like, why can't you just let that? You know what I mean? Like, why is that something that you have to respond to on Twitter? Like, it's like listen, listen, listen to this tweet. Tell me if you would even respond to this tweet, right? And, and it's not a dig at, at at Nick. It's just like, just listen to this tweet. He'd be so, so, so sad. But no matter what, you know, Kevin Durant feels inside, he always portrays himself as an angry, mean, big bad villain. LOL, fraud. Like, are you responding to that? If you if you if you're if you're an athlete, if you're a professional athlete, no, <laughs> that's it. Like, the only thing that's the, the only answer. thing I, <laughs> the only thing I can get at is like maybe he, you know he probably he definitely read Nick's info and was be like this guy is the CEO of a whole like company so you probably was just like man this guy in his mind he's like oh this guy is like sixty. And he's like, you know, that's why he called him a grown ass man. I don't think he mean it as like grown ass man as just an adult. He's saying like, no, like you're an old ass dude on a Sunday morning, you know, put me on blast. I'm just like, but dude, you're the guy who's like responding to, I, I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. Yeah. I, I think, like, I think KD was literally, you know, heartbroken because of the strong friendship Nick and KD had over the years. <laughs> KD didn't see it coming from Nick, you know? I mean, that, we get, if we get this, if we get the series, which it looks like we were going to get the series between Celtics and Nets, man. This thing ain't over. Uh, I I, I want to see uh, I want to see what Nick got up his sleeve because it's gonna get interesting. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be like a straight up beef. Like it's gonna be like talking trash about KD, but he's gonna be keeping a close eye on the series and no. pointing out different facts and stuff. And we'll see. And I think the whole fraud thing is not like him as a player. I think it's just fraud is like you know you're you're not you're not this big tough mean guy like you think you are. Just just from an entertainment standpoint, I'm a little bit upset that Nick just sort of took it. Like why didn't he go back at him? Why didn't he? Why didn't he just? Why? Why didn't he? Why didn't he triple down on it? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> why? Why didn't he go full full ducha? Why? Yeah. Like how are you gonna? <laughs> like, yeah. He was almost like yeah. Oh, like it was more like Sean was like oh, I would have quote tweeted him seven more times before the day was over. Yeah. I, but but yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the only thing that I saw from Nick was like, whoa, yeah, my my this tweets in front of like seven million people now. Nice. Well, because he was responding to which, which I don't recommend, by the way. Well, I don't think like like. All right, here's my thing. Like, if you're gonna obviously a, a, a tweet like that, if you get you're gonna get hundreds of responses, right? Right. You gotta pick them. You know what I mean? You gotta pick like a few. Nick picked like seventeen. It's just yeah. like, all right, man. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like you don't have to respond to all those people. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, you, at that point, you're not talking to Kevin anymore. You're talking to some rando who's like no, calling you. Kevin wins. Well, you know what? Kevin wins. You know what I mean? The whole Katie is doing that just to be like, yo, I'm just going to ruin this guy's morning because I know. <laughs> yeah, he's if not respecting me to respond at, at all to this. Yeah, yeah if I, <laughs> everyone's going to get on the guy, he's going to have his shit blown up. You knew he was never going to, he was never going to uh, tweet Nick again. After yeah. yeah, I would mute everybody but KD. And just only send like fifteen messages back to KD. See, my thing is, my thing is, if you're going to respond to somebody, respond to Kevin or don't respond at all. Yeah, that's exactly. And that's- if you if you really have to, maybe respond to one person, but that's it. Like, but after after you said your response to KD, and then KD hasn't responded, like, all right, it's my thing. Yeah, if you're going to respond, if you're going to respond, which Nick was one, and Nick was one thousand percent always going to respond. Like, so. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't be like the. Hey, I'm just happy to be here, guy. You know, you can't be that guy when this happens, man. Can I go on? That's why. That's how he kind of comes off of because he's trying to like not look like he's mad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But then it came off as that. It's just like, oh no, you're really just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. So, so, oh, gotta so. love, gotta love being able to cr- criticize your uh, CEO's uh, social media game. You know, it's just great. America in 2022, you know? You know, I really think, I really think that he should have, should have acted a little bit more confident out there, you know? Good old, good old Twitter. It's wild. Yeah. One of the greatest scores of all time. Fucking Shadow Nick. That's insane. I mean, like, it's not like it's Kyrie. Like, this is fucking Kevin Durant. I wonder if, uh, if this is something to discuss. Like, I'm sure, like, Kyrie got to be somewhat familiar with CLNS in terms of, like, just the fact that they have, like, you know, pressers, you know what I mean? Like, that's been the go-to for, if you're not a player, another reporter is looking for quotes, like, for Celtics quotes to CLNS, so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they Trying were... to connect the dots here. Maybe something that's been, like, yo, like, you know the CEO's getting at me? And like, what? Like, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what those two talk about, man? You never know. Yeah, you do wonder how that bubbled up. That's that's my biggest thing. Like people shit on KD all the time. Yeah, but the thing with KD is though he picks random like comments to respond to. It's not like whether you have a check mark or not, like he'll respond to the most random of people. That's what it that's what it is. And I think that might have happened here, even though, you know, even though it appears Yeah, but you know he's looking you know he's looking at his info, man. Anyone with a blue check, he's like, Who is this dude? And it's like, yo, the CEO of a company or the old you know what I mean? Like the founder of a company. Yeah, Durant. Either way. Durant's I can't wait for the series. Probably one of those mornings where you just like, you know, taking a shit. You're on Twitter. And you're just scrolling in. Oh, what the hell is this? I got time for this today, you know? Huh? <laughs> Probably. All right. So. That's going to do it for this edition of In Case You Missed It. Hit us up on social media, on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. Hit up Causeway After Hours. That's our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash Causeway. Sway's got a, an, an interview up there with uh, Leon Poe. Check that out. One-on-one with Sway. By the way, we didn't dabble into the Western Conference play-in, but watch out for the Clippers, man. Not only in the play-in, but in the play-offs. If they can get that seven seed. And even if they don't, they can still fight for that eighth seed. Well, I know, but I, I don't think they could beat the Suns. But I do think they can take down the Grizzlies if Kawhi yeah. come back. Then uh, Mook about to go into playoff mode, man. Play- you know how Marcus Morris does. Yeah, they uh, watch out for those Clippers, bro. Yeah, those playing those playing games the next couple of days should, should be should be interesting to watch, nonetheless. 
And as always, Black Lives Matter. Let's stop Asian hate. Let's pray for peace in the Middle East. Let's stand with Ukraine. And also thoughts and prayers to the people of New York City after the horrible mass shooting that took place in Brooklyn. It's time for change and it's time for peace. And until next time, we are out. <laughs>